On this episode, the legend, Fat Joe, stops by. The Ask Gary B Show. Hey everybody, this is Gary Vay, Nerd Chuck, and this is episode 218 of the Ask Gary V Show. And if you're a Jersey boy, East Coast, if you love music, you're as happy as I am right now because I have a legend with me. Fat Joe, my man. Why don't you tell the Vayner Nation, for the one person who's watching this and who knows where in the world that doesn't know who you are, why don't you spend a minute to say hello to the Vayner Nation. How's it going, my brothers? My name is Fat Joe, originally from the Bronx, New York. Reside in Miami for the last 14 years. The weather? Uh, Amazing in (laughs) Miami. Originally a member of the Digging in the Crates crew. That's Lord Finesse, showbiz. Happy birthday, Lord Finesse. Uh, Showbiz and AG, Diamond D, uh, OC, Big L, rest in peace. Then the leading founder, president of Terror Squad, that's uh, rest in peace, Big Pun, uh, Remy Bar, DJ Khaled, uh, the list goes on and on, Cool and Dre, whatever, and uh, Fat Joe, bro. Listen, I'm sure everybody knows, and if they don't, that's their mistake. Tell me what's, what's on your mind these days. A lot of people that are watching right now, entrepreneurs, marketers, business people, the, the kind of people you would enjoy. I, you know, I was born in Russia, came up, you know, baseball cards, lemonade stand. A lot of people watch us hustling, making things happen. What's going on in your business world? What are you excited about? Wow. Obviously, Khaled had this phenomenal situation in the last year with Snapchat, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you've been well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm president of Urban and the Latino division of a company called MarketAmericaShop.com. Yep. And uh, we teach people how to be entrepreneurs and teach them the, the importance of residual income. Yes. Working one time in your life and, and f- always getting paid for it forever. So uh, I work with my Latinos and my black people in this business, but the business has been around for 24 years and Asians and white people you know, have made three and a half billion dollars doing this business right here. So I'm teaching the Latinos and the black people how to do this. You know, we sell vitamins, we sell makeup, motives, cosmetics. So I've, I've been doing that for the last two years, as well as I've always been doing my music. You know, my, 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 my main hustle is my music. You know, I've been doing that since day one. When did music hit you, like, like literally out the womb, like when you were three, you were you're like- Well, I loved music since day one, but growing up in the Bronx, you know, uh, emulating my brother, you know what I'm saying? Looking out my window, outside my window is pretty much where hip hop was created. Of course. You know, and we had what they used to call jams, black pa- block parties right outside my window. So me being four or five years old, I used to see them come outside and bring the turntables and I used to go out there and listen to the music and I just fell in love with hip hop, break dancing and graffiti. You know, I got into so much trouble writing graffiti, the trains. I got thrown out of maybe six, seven high, junior high schools writing graffiti. It's, I mean, um, and then I got into rapping and battle rapping everybody. And I always say I was the original Eminem because, you know, I used to battle a whole bunch of black kids, but I had blonde hair and, and, and green eyes. And I was kicking that gangster shit. <laughs> and they was looking at me like I was fucking crazy every yep. time. And, uh, Got a Here we are. Yep. yep. So, so actually, my own. Now I'm being selfish. I'm sorry. I'm just taking full advantage. 
what's what's the uh, what's your point of view on the current state of hip hop? Like, what are you seeing out there? What what are your thoughts on some of the people that are coming up? What people are listening to? I love to? J Cole. Yep. You know, I'm a I'm a huge J Cole fan. I love his uh, freedom of expression. You know, um, Pusha T is my favorite album. Um, I love Kanye West's new album. Um, I love music, man, and, I, and everything got to evolve. You know That's what right. I'm saying? Like, I love our era that I came out in the 90s. Yep. But I also think that the era before ours, LL Cool J, Public Enemy, Heavy D, KRS-One was better than ours. Sure. You grew so, up with it, right? Yeah, I grew up with it. So, you know, I just you feel think, like a lot of the legends, the people that have been through it, like yourself, sometimes too often are quick to downplay you know, seven years ago with the South or new guys that come up. Like, do you feel like that's, there's too much of that? Like people are trying to push against it because it's not theirs? Yeah, I believe, I believe, I just believe it needs to evolve. Right. I just believe that. Because it will, right? Either you, you, either you, you gotta go, it, either you win or you it or, exactly. or it leaves you exactly. behind. And, exactly. uh, and I don't want to sound like the grouchy old rapper. Right, in my day. Yeah, yeah. my day was yeah. like this and that. Bad, so you yeah. gotta just, you yeah. know, embrace the youth, you know? You ready to answer some questions? Absolutely. India? Ready. You ready to ask some questions? Yeah. India, did you think that you would have a day in your career where you're gonna ask Fat Joe questions? Was this something that you thought no, as a little not. girl growing up in San Francisco? <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. Let's fire away. Cool. This one's from Clayton. Oh, video. Yeah, I got Clayton. All right. Hey, Fat Joe. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Question I have is you did that song with Ashanti a while ago. I think it was called What's Love. How do artists ever hook up and how do they get to collaborate with each other? Like, is there somebody like producers <laughs> arrange that or like an agent or how does that happen? How do collabos happen? I, I mean, take it away. A lot of times with me when I make music, um, I hear certain artists on it and I reach out and I hope they want to work with me. And Flat out, you're like, you're like playing, you, you got it in your head and you're like, oh, this would be perfect. So let's skip that. Let's just say Cool and Dre, uh, yeah. uh, we, we, well, Scott Storch made Get It Popping yeah. and I immediately heard Nelly on there. Yeah. So we reached out and um, Cool and Dre made up the hook and I reached out to Nelly and I was like, Nelly, do you want to do this hook over for me? And he said, yes. So we heard him on the song. So. Make It Rain, I wrote the hook to Make It Rain and I, I heard Lil Wayne on it because it was a South song. And I was like, yo Wayne, could you do this over? He did it. So you hear certain artists that you want to collaborate with on the songs and you hope they do Have it. Have you ever been time. devastated when you really wanted? Not I'm devastated, but I've been chasing Future on this album <laughs> and he's been acting real Hollywood with me. You know, like acting like he, he don't want to do the song, you know, to be honest with you. But, you know. Playing hard to get, you think? Yeah, hard to get. Sometimes it's like that, you know? Of course. Let me, let me play it in for everybody who's watching. Same thing in business. A lot of people always ask me, how do you get into angel deals when you invested with people, when you're doing these things? It comes in all forms. Sometimes it comes to you. Sometimes you reach out. But I love, I was curious how you were going to answer it. I, lo- I think sometimes people try to big up too much and they have too much pride and they don't want to reach out. When you want something, you have to go out and grab it. And I love that instead of you saying, oh, sometimes it comes to me or this and that, you said, look, I hear somebody I want it, I'll reach out. Sometimes they say yes, sometimes they say no. But way too many people watching right now, this is a, you know how successful this man is in his genre? Do you know how many of you are too proud to reach out to do something with somebody and you haven't made shit happen yet? 
No, that's not that's not how it works. <laughs> no, it is not. That's not how it works. I think, I think one thing, and I'll, and I'll use this moment. I've been wanting to say this: to really win, you have to equally pull at ego and humility. What do you think? Well, what I've done this, what I've done, um, the new Fat Joe. And when did the new the Fat very, Joe come out? In your maybe mind? this year. Okay. And with let's just say all the way up. Okay. Like, yep. I've had like riffs and, and, and not everything was so good between me and Jay-Z in the yep. past. Yep. I reached out to him. You the bigger and man. We, yes, and collaborated and we did the remix. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was big news. I did world. not that see. That was big news. I did not see eye to eye with Daddy Yankee. Mm-hmm. I got him on the Spanish remix. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and 50 Cent uh, made peace. You know, we performed together not too long ago. I laid are you down. Enjo- are you enjoying I'm this? enjoying it because you, lay, you, you eliminate all the barriers. That's right. You know what I'm saying? All the enemies and all did this the people. Didn't this happen as a January 1 thing for you? Like, no, this it wasn't like, a January 1. It was just me. I, I tried all the wars. Right. And then I just said to myself, I said, you know what? I'm going to eliminate all obstacles. And I'm going to try to say, Put all ego and pride aside. And let me just try the non-ego route. And let me try working with everybody and, and, and see how this works. And so far, we're platinum on the single, going to double platinum, and tours are Go opening figure. up. And every, you Go know, figure. It, yeah, yeah. Every, Go everything positivity. It's a magical miracle pill yeah. that seems to be working. Yeah, it happens. I'm yeah. glad you went there. It's been a theme of mine over... My whole life, but I've been real. With all the shit that's going on in the world, if you if you can't go half glass full, if you can't be the person of change and drive positivity mm-hmm. and optimism, I just think it's a mistake. India, Craig asks, what do you think of people like Chance the Rapper releasing a lot of his music for free as a marketing strategy? What do you Excuse think me. About Chance uh, the Chance rap. rapper. People like Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Chance's music? I love Chance the Rapper. What do you think about people like Chance and others that are putting out a lot of mixtapes, a lot of product for free as a marketing play or whatever their strategy may be? I love it. I think you keep the the relevancy and you keep the fans engaged. And um, I I love it. I think it's it's a hustle. It shows that you're dedicated to the art. And at the end of the day, the, the art wasn't meant to be uh, materialism and everything's a dollar. It's, it's about giving back to your fans anyway. I think the one thing that a lot of you who are watching know is I don't have the $500 eBooks and the $7,000 courses. I do these shows for free. I pump out content at scale for free. Thousands of you email me every single month. You should charge for this. This is better than the shit I'm paying more for. It plays into that same thesis, which is Yes, but that's why so many more of you follow me. You, you get more love, engaged. of course. It's a, either you're running a marathon or you're running a sprint. Figure out what you're doing. Exactly. India. Next one from TFM. OTW Houston asks, what is the most important or best aspect of a live music event or experience? The most important aspect. This is you. Um, just getting the people engaged. You see, I try to die every time I'm on stage. Die. Like, die. Like, you go so hard that you just might I go. Try to die. Like, I like that. Like, I think I would, I would love to die on stage. Seriously, and, right? Seriously. 
And um, so what happens is. You look good these days. You're, you're probably you less likely to do that no, than no, back no, in the no, day no, you were more likely. You're looking good, man, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm a charm, but I work out every day. Back in the day, you might have been able to pull that off. You're looking good, though, now. But what happens is. I've analyzed this so hard to where times are hard and, and everybody doesn't have money like that. Mm-hmm. And everybody doesn't get money the same way. And I've analyzed it to where people buy tickets to go to shows to where every single dollar tells a different story. So everybody who's in this audience had to do a different thing, work harder, work extra right. hours, some, some borrow like some money, sell something that they really love to see their favorite rapper, do whatever. So every ticket tells a different story. So it's my obligation that if they went through their, you know, through, through all these changes to see me being their favorite rapper, that I have to give them my all in the show. I love that. What's your favorite, you know, this isn't now me jumping in. What's your favorite... What are some of your favorite venues to perform in? Do you have a favorite venue or two? Well, well. I saw you at City Field. The well, other my day. favorite show I've ever done in my life was last night. And hold last on, hold night, on, hold on. Your favorite show I've ever done in my life. My best moment, my best moment in my career, was last night. Well, I worked until two in the morning, and I've been up since five working. So I missed. I need to. I need to hear the story. So what happened was um, yesterday. I did summer stage in Cretona Park in the Bronx. And it's the park I grew up in. It's like three blocks away from my neighborhood. My grandmother grew up three blocks in that direction. I grew up three blocks in this direction. They've never seen no shit like this. So it's usually 500 people at that. There was literally 20,000 people there and 5,000 people. No, I've seen everybody's mother. Everybody I went to school with. You saw people you haven't seen in years? It looked like Summer Jam, man. It looked like Summer Jam in the middle of the park I grew up in. I have a scar where I fell in the pool where I have (laughs) stitches. My father sold ICs and and beef patties in the summer in this park. Like, it was the... It was was a coming home. Oh, my God, man. I almost cried on stage, and I'm too macho for that. You never performed there before? It was the craziest shit I ever seen in my life. So when I got on stage and it was overwhelming, when I looked out, it looked like Yankee Stadium and it was my whole neighborhood and I was like, oh shit. And and so many years I've been fighting for the Bronx and, 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 and talking about, yo, I'm from the Bronx and representing the Bronx. And when I seen that they all came out, they were like, yeah, bro. That's nice, Welcome man. Home. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was the biggest moment for me in my life. Congratulations, you know, man. That's nice. Thank you. It is um, awesome. So Martin. Martin. Hey guys, what's up? With who do you really want to work before you die? Keep up the good work. I'll go first. I want to work with Vince McMahon. Oh, WWF. Yes, sir. And I'll tell you why. WWE now, but oh, we're old school. WWF. Uh, yeah, I'm Macho Man Randy Savage. Randy. Uh, for me, for me, I love storytelling, and I love people that love characters. When you think, what I get excited about is Walt Disney. Vince McMahon, people that create characters and IP, intellectual property. So for me, Vince uh, is intriguing to me because I, I mean, I'm, an, you know, I'm 40. I grew up in that era of the golden era of that Hulkamania macho madness. And so, Hulk is my man. Yeah, Hulk was in here the other day. It was a lot of fun. So I would, for me, it's Vince McMahon. You? Shit. 
What was the question again? Because he got me with? fucked up. I went. <laughs> I was in your. I was in Gary's world right now. What What was the question again? The person I want to work with before I die. Um, I don't know. I think I would want to do a movie with Will Smith, something like that. You know, uh, Will. Smith. Do you know Will? When I mean, you were around back then. So, like, you, nah, did you man, or was I he mean, a little early? Like, nah, he was earlier than yeah. me, and I met Will maybe once or twice. But okay. I mean, like, if there's anybody I want to make yeah. a movie with, is Will Smith. Joe, have you thought about doing collaborations on cross genre music? Like, have you ever listened? Have you ever like heard a country singer? Well, that's who I want to work with. Country music. Really? Yeah, that's who I want to work with. I, I, I actually, this is me afar, afar as a fan, like just think about it. I have a funny feeling that you would do quite well in collaborations in different genres. It's, it's, it's true and that's where I'm looking towards. Right now, country music. Andy, I mean, I'm, I'm, not just, I'm not just predicting social media shit, Andy. I predict music <laughs> no, shit. No, it's the fucking truth. <laughs> it's I the truth. It. I'm looking towards country. I don't know, I, I, I don't know shit about country. <laughs> But I fucking love that their fans are loyal. I love that their fans are fucking loyal and I love, they're like hip hop. They're just telling it their own way. 100%. They're coming from the ground up. I fucking love it. You imagine that show and T-Swift, that would be the summer anthem. Some people get beat up at country shit too. I seen uh, Kenny Chesney shit. There's thugs everywhere. We got thugs everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) What do we got, one more? Uh, That's it actually. That's it? That's true, okay, okay. Just, Joe, where are you at with social media? Social so, media, you, at first I was anti-social media. Right, As, so by the way, real quick, I wanna, I, wanna, I wanna teach a lot of people here because there's a lot of youngsters. When social media came up, when I jumped on it, 06, 07, 08, 09, when people were famous back then, it was just a small little thing and it seemed, yeah, it was a small platform. We were more like private, we exactly. didn't want people to know I, our business. They, because the media was already writing stuff they didn't want anyway, so like, yeah. why do I need more of this? They didn't understand it and things of that nature. I started so, very, very late. So uh, with me, like, put it like this, I had a Blackberry last year. Blackberry doesn't even have Instagram and social media. Yeah, so. so. What happened was how was the conversion once, to a smartphone? Once I started, it? it was very great. Like I, <laughs> when I finally got me a fucking iPhone, I was like, like okay. "Where the fuck it's oh, been all is, my life?" Were you I just mean, holding that out of principle? You made a lot of ch- wait a minute, real quick. You had a real. You made a lot of changes. A lot of technology. Changes. Yeah, I know. I'm watching. I know. Isn't it great? Fucking phenomenal. You love 2016. And I've been. I've been. Yeah, I love 2016. And I and I was. <laughs> And I was, uh, and now I run my own social media, my own Facebook, my yep. own Twitter, my yep. own. Uh, you doing Instagram? I'm having fun. What about Snapchat? When Khaled started blowing up in December, November, December, January, was were you talking to him about it? Did you see it? Like what? Well, happened? it came from a real place. What happened with What happened with Khaled was, and I and this could be breaking news to the yep. world. Okay, I like um, breaking news. What happened with Khaled was Khaled was at a very low point in his life. He had an album come out that didn't do too well. He had some very close friends that started to turn their back on him. And he found himself in his home on the, uh, talking to the lion and talking on the kayak and the rafe talk. And and then he was just discovered this snap thing. So he just started talking and being humble and talking to the people. And the next thing you know, People discovered what I discovered 
10, 15 years before that he's the most amazing motherfucker on earth and now he turned into Beatlemania. It's insanity. So that's how we all, you know, America got to discover the real yeah. DJ Khaled. And it's amazing because other than that, you know, so in other words, you had to go through adversity. You had right. to fall to get up. And he really got up. Oh, shit. And he's taking Ariana Hunt all the way up. He's all the way up. All the way up. I mean, I don't know what he, he might be selling dog food next. <laughs> he's selling everything. Everybody wants him. Milk. His name is brought up in all three of these floors every day with every brand in the world. Incredible. Unbelievable. Joe, you get to ask the question of the day. Every guest that comes on gets to ask all these entrepreneurs, business people, you know, motivated individuals, any question. Hundreds of answers on Facebook and YouTube. Any okay. question you want to know from the masses. From My people. question is, what are we going to do about these police killing these people mm. in America and how can we change it? Because my fans and my followers are asking me this, and I'm not God, I'm not Jesus Christ. I can't, I don't have the, the answers. answers, right? So maybe you guys can give me the smartest answers in the world because what are we gonna do? Because I feel like America is going 100 steps back, you know, and is very, it's, it's, it's like for all of us, who took a hundred steps forward and came together as one big race. And in this room alone, we have so much diversity and we all look to each other as one big happy family. There's a group of us out there that's trying to erase that and split us up. And I'm tired of seeing men get killed, you know, by people power tripping and there's nothing I can do about it. And it's getting really, 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 really scary out there. And I love my country, yep. and I don't have the answers. Well, great. My man, team, let's round up five or seven of the best ones and get it over to him as well to make sure he sees them. Joe, this is a real honor for me to have you on the show, my man. Thank you. Yeah, I wish you continued success. You keep asking questions, we'll keep answering them. <laughs>